Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Numbers 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. The media try to pound conformity and uniformity into our minds and into this society day in and day out. Day in and day out. It is a fait accompli, you see, that in 2016, the Russians elected Donald Trump. Except all the evidence now demonstrates that was a lie. And that elements within our federal law enforcement at the FBI, intelligence agencies, the DNC, the Hillary campaign, Perkins Coie law firm, and yes, the Obama-Biden White House, set it up. It was the worst setup, the worst abuse of power in modern American history, except abuses that were to come later. And so it is that the 2016 election of Donald Trump was illegitimate. And, for you never-Trumpers, they said the 2000 election of George W. Bush was illegitimate. Because the court stepped in. But in 2020, the election of Biden was great because the court didn't step in. And yet we had case after case after case of fraud, 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 and more fraud. Case after case where the laws were unconstitutionally changed under our federal constitution by governors, by state courts, by state supreme courts, by boards of elections, by secretaries of state. It was a plan. It was a plot. It went on for four years prior to 2020. But you're not allowed to talk about it. Trump, they say, is a liar. Trump is wrong. They never said that about Russia collusion, that the Democrats are liars, that Hillary Clinton's a liar, 
that these senior FBI personnel, former CIA director, former DNI, that they were liars. You don't even hear that today. And yet they were liars, every damn one of them. But you're not allowed to talk about 2020, folks. And the media have their narrative, just as they have the narrative about January 6th. They never, ever talk about the summer of 2020 and the burning of our cities and the, and the murders and the mayhem and the attacks on our cops. There's no anniversary to remember that. There's no documentary about that. There's no congressional committee putting together a fancy, slick film. Nothing. Nothing. It's unbelievable when you think about it. And now we have a nominee to the United States Supreme Court who cannot possibly be faithful to the Constitution. Do you hear me, Joy Reid? All the freaks and fruitcakes and fools you bring onto your show. Do you hear me, Media Matters? You front group? Do people hear me? She's incapable of doing her job as a Supreme Court justice. If you believe in critical race theory, if you believe this nation was founded illegitimately, if you believe in systemic, white-dominant racism, if you believe in the 1619 Project, then you cannot possibly believe in the Constitution of the United States where you take an oath to uphold it. It means nothing to you. And I predicted to you a few days back that Joe Manchin would vote for her. There's only so much pressure this guy can take. And he's not that bright. I'm glad he votes with us when he does. That said, you knew he was going to buckle to this. You know Cinema is going to do the same thing. You know it. He says he... He watched, he spoke to her, she was pretty good, he, he listened to what she said, and he was convinced. And what exactly, Joe Manchin, did she say that was convincing? The reason she would not define what a woman is, isn't because she doesn't know. One of the reasons she was chosen is because she's a woman. So said Joe Biden. The reason is because she intends to rule when the time comes. On behalf of the transgender radicals. She intends to rule against women's sports. That's what she intends to do. And she was playing to the Democrat Party base. The reason she played rope-a-dope and acted stupid when it came to critical race theory, which she knows quite well, which she raised on numerous occasions, in various forum, was because she knew that would upset people, but she, she believes in it. She embraces it. And so when cases come to the United States Supreme Court out of one school district or another related to critical race theory or related to transgenderism, she is an absolute certain 100% vote in support of both radical American Marxist ideologies. That's what's going on. And there's questions of whether Republican Senator Collins, 
And Republican Senator Murkowski and Republican Senator Romney will vote for or against her. And Romney was very upset. He said the Republicans, his fellow Republicans, were nasty. I believe he spoke those very words to the Washington Post, his now new friends. She's not fit to be on the Supreme Court, not because of her color, not because of her genitalia, but... As they tell us to focus, what's between her ears? It doesn't matter how smart she is. It doesn't matter that she's been a lower federal judge. It doesn't matter that she went to Harvard. She's an ideologue. She's a happy warrior. She's a pleasant warrior. But she's a warrior. Nonetheless. What about those 48,000 pages of information? Related to her time with the Sentencing Commission. Why won't they release it? They're busy releasing Trump's taxes. They even go to court after he's president of the United States. Why not? They're leaking Ginny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Thank God he's okay. I I see he's, he's been released from the hospital. Leaking her texts. But no. 48,000 pages of Judge Jackson's. Obviously, that's way over the top. And then we get the media. MSNBC, a front group for American Marxism. CNN, a front group for perverts, pukes, and punks. That's right. You're not allowed to ask questions. And the smarter the people asking the questions, and the more aggressive they are, the more they're attacked. The more they're attacked. Nobody looked at her high school record. Nobody looked at her high school picture albums. We don't even know if people came forward and had things to say about anything in her past. You and I well know that they would be destroyed. Brett Kavanaugh afterwards, I mean after all, is a white guy. He's got, he's got white guy syndrome. Anything goes. Well, the truth is, if he were a black guy, anything would go. The issue here isn't black, white. The issue here isn't male, female. The issue here isn't that this is a historic nomination. The issue here is that she's a radical That's why they circle the wagons, and that's why you're not allowed to pierce the veil. That's what it's all about. If you're a radical, you're in like Flynn. Not General Flynn, but you get the point. And so that's what now these these hearings have become. If you're a constitutionalist, you're said to be a racist. You're said to believe in a white dominant White, systemic, discriminatory society. Even if you're not white, doesn't matter. Your mind, your brain has been imperialized. Colonized. You're a sellout. If you're a woman, and you're a woman of faith, and you're a woman who doesn't buy into all these American Marxist ideologies, then it doesn't matter what's between your ears or between your legs or between anything. You're unacceptable. Period. Unacceptable. 
And it's not just on the Supreme Court of the United States. It's becoming a problem throughout society. If you're a professor or a teacher, if you work at Disney, if you work in broadcasting even. No, I'm not attacking my company, Media Matters, you clowns. But it's happening throughout the culture. Throughout the culture. Rabid discrimination and racism on behalf of an ideology. That's what's taking place now. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, I'm here to talk to you about something very serious. Have you felt something changing in our country? That too many people no longer identify themselves as Americans first, but instead group themselves by race, class, or sex? That we're losing the common idea of justice, the melting pot that unites us. I'm talking about citizenship, folks. And if we lose the idea of citizenship, then we don't have a country. But there's something you can do. Get educated and then teach others. And my friends at Hillsdale College can show you the way. Hillsdale's new free course on American citizenship will help you learn about what's happening and why. The course is taught by our friend, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen, who will equip you to help restore our country. You can sign up for free at levinforhillsdale.com. You'll learn about topics like the history of citizenship, the deep state, and even the Great Reset. Please sign up today to take Hillsdale's free course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. The law is being destroyed, ladies and gentlemen, despite its assertion by the people who are destroying it. Just like the people who are destroying the Constitution use the Constitution to destroy it. The people who are destroying our liberty use liberty to destroy it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about if you want a confirmation hearing that is going to go really without any bumps, without any quote-unquote controversy, without media attacks, without personal assaults, then you nominate somebody like Judge Jackson or Sotomayor or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You get the point. Or you nominate somebody like Breyer. In other words, activists. And the more radical the activist, the smoother the path. The newspaper in Washington, D.C. that covers all of this And other news outlets mimic because they're lazy. And they're choir girls and choir boys. They all sing and act and dance together. Is the Washington Post. The Washington Post is corrupt. It's intellectually dishonest. The New York Times. Corrupt. Intellectually dishonest. So, basic questions. Nothing offensive, nothing aggressive is turned into an assault with racial overtones in questioning Judge Jackson. The Democrats and the media work hand in glove. This is the game. And unfortunately, too many Republicans are scared of this, like Collins, like Romney, Murkowski, even McConnell just announced he's going to vote against her. Should have led the effort against her and explained it to the American people from day one. There's nothing secret about her record even though they keep covering up documents. 
The American Bar Association is the plaything of the Democrat Party and the American Marxist movement. They're the ones who've been allowed to determine whether individuals are qualified to serve on the bench. If you're a lawyer and you dare to have an association with Donald Trump, the Trump campaign, even though you conduct yourself in the most ethical manner, you now could face the loss of your license. If you dare to interpret the Constitution in a way that is ambiguous or different from those who demand that you come up with the same conclusion and same result as them, you now have the possibility of being branded a kook and losing your law license and having your career destroyed. And not just by the ABA, by Congress, the January 6th committee. And the law itself. People who paraded and trespassed, quote-unquote, many of whom are still in the gulag in Washington, D.C. That's what it is. Let's be honest with each other. I'm not talking about violent rioters. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. They're treated completely differently by the media, by federal and state prosecutors, than rioters in the summer of 2020 who were said to be righteous, were said to be taking on the white supremacist society, taking on systemically racist police officers who are apparently systemically racist, unless and until they're protecting Capitol Hill. Then they're great patriots, you see. The law is being destroyed. The court system is being destroyed. Due process is being destroyed. And then they want to pack the courts. They want to destroy separation of power. They want to push critical race theory. They want to push transgender movement activities. They want to push this and push that. They want it all enshrined in our schools, enshrined in our entertainment, enshrined in our courts, enshrined in our law. So it won't matter if parents go to school board meetings and object. It won't matter who you vote for. This is what they want to create, that kind of a society. It won't matter if you go to church or mosque or a synagogue and one thing is taught to you, but another is imposed on you by the culture, by the civil society. It won't matter. This nominee is unqualified to serve on the court because of her radical ideology. She's not fooling anybody. Neither are surrogates in the media, in the Democrat Party, and elsewhere. Not one whit. I'll be right back. Folks, I'm here to talk to you about something very serious. Have you felt something changing in our country? That too many people no longer identify themselves as Americans first, but instead group themselves by race, class, or sex? That we're losing the common idea of justice, the melting pot that unites us. I'm talking about citizenship, folks. And if we lose the idea of citizenship, then we don't have a country. But there's something you can do. Get educated and then teach others. And my friends at Hillsdale College can show you the way. Hillsdale's new free course on American citizenship will help you learn about what's happening and why. The course is taught by our friend, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen, who will equip you to help restore our country. You can sign up for free at levinforhillsdale.com. 
You'll learn about topics like the history of citizenship, the deep state, and even the Great Reset. Please sign up today to take Hillsdale's free course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Nobody says it better than Mark Levin. I'll go with what Mark Levin said, because nobody could say it better. Call in now at 877-381-3811. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the battles over Kavanaugh and Barrett were pointless. They were useless nominations, despite the advice the President Trump got from the Federalist Society, among others, utterly and completely useless nominations. Only three justices today, in a non-opinion order, sided with the Department of Navy against unvaccinated SEALs, compelling their vaccination or their removal. Thomas Alito and Gorsuch. Kavanaugh and Barrett and Roberts voted with the radicals. So they keep talking about this six three this uh, the six conservatives on the court. There are no six conservatives, that is originalists on the court. Three justices. And they will replace their briar with a radical. And Barrett, Kavanaugh, more times than not, will vote with her too. They're sort of the Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski of the United States Supreme Court. They are a disaster. What happened to Coney Barrett? Despite her writings, despite her recent past, celebrated as an originalist, she has been an utter and complete disaster. A complete disaster. Oh, she'll throw an opinion here or there, I bet. But overall, truly, you could put a robot in there to vote the way she votes. Just keep voting with uh, with Breyer. Just keep voting with a majority. Really, it's just shameless how these people position themselves and then get on the court. Just like Jackson. Shameless. She's an originalist. Are you kidding me? Originalist, what document would that be? i got to keep moving. Three hours is not a long time. Not for me. I want you to listen to this carefully, and then I want to respond to this. Because the media, including many of my friends in the media, are being sucked into this particularly others who are not necessarily my friends, but are part of the Putin wing of the Republican Party and the conservative movement. I want you to listen to this carefully. Cut nine, go. We also secured, really exciting, also here in Bronx, about $800,000, almost a million dollars, for the first Green Deal project in the United States. Is this cut nine, Mr. Producer? My cut nine here is about food shortages. Am I looking at something that's old? Okay, then let me read it. I think I am, maybe. Can you say whether the conversation today turned to the subject of 
food shortages. And what the U.S. will do to address wheat shortages in particular as a result of war. Then let's listen to this. Go ahead. Can you say whether this, uh, the conversation today turned to the subject of food shortages and what the U.S. will do to address wheat shortages in particular as a result of this war? With regard to food shortages, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example, just to give you one example. But we had a long discussion uh, in the G7 with uh, um, the. Uh, All right, that's enough. With both, this, uh, is, this is utterly nonsensical. Do you remember, ladies and gentlemen, for all I know, it's still going on? that we produce an excess of wheat. We produce so much wheat that the government buys it. We produce so much wheat that it is processed and put into our fuel. We are wheat independent, if you will. Europe is not, but we certainly are. The fact that we don't get wheat or won't be getting wheat from Russia really is of no consequence to us. Russia doesn't feed the United States. This is a particularly interesting area where we actually feed ourselves for the most part. Yes, we import certain things. But wheat isn't one of them. Russia's economy is minuscule. Our agriculture is massive. Again, I want to point it out. That we have significant production. The problem isn't the sanctions on Russia's economy. The problem is the sanctions on our economy by the dimwit who's in the Oval Office. It's called inflation. Inflation disrupts the market. Inflation drives up the cost of everything, drives down the value of the currency, and creates supply shortages. It disrupts the supply chain. It disrupts production. It disrupts research and development. It disrupts everything. Inflation is a cancer to an economy. Do you remember, ladies and gentlemen, the shelves began to be empty months ago? You remember the discussion about Christmas? I'm sorry. You won't be getting some of the toys that you may want and so forth. Remember the photos on the Internet by people using their iPhones and devices about empty shelves? Remember the stores saying, oh, I'm sorry, only one package of toilet paper? All of that was coming back after the pandemic. Why? Russia hadn't invaded Ukraine then. There weren't economic sanctions on Russia. This is the Biden economy. I'm hearing commentators, analysts all day long get this wrong. This is basic economics. This is what inflation does. It destroys an economic system. 
Russia's economy is too small, way too small to disrupt the world's economic systems. Ours is big enough to do exactly that. And when you have a meathead, a bonehead, as president of the United States and a political party that embraces American Marxism and the socialist economic activity associated with it, this is what you get. Inflation, rising gasoline prices, shortages, yes, food shortages. When you're at war with oil, how do you think you harvest food? You use tractors, you need fertilizer, all of them need oil. Oil, we were energy independent 16 months ago, 16 damn months ago. This has nothing to do with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. That guy's a monster. He's a genocidal maniac. He's all those things. But Joe Biden and his party, with the vocal support and even celebration of his surrogates in the media, they did this to our country. They did it. They're responsible for it. We talked about what would happen with this, this spending a year or so ago. I love these guys who say, you know, we got to focus on domestic issues, not what's going on in Ukraine. We have a lot to talk about. Where were they 12, 14 months ago? They didn't say squat about it. Not squat. It's too boring, the topic. Doesn't get ratings, you know. Yes, food shortages are going to be real, and they are real. This is what inflation does. And we are going to have a horrible recession. I predicted that, too. Again, not because I'm Nostradamus, but because I know economics. We are going to have a horrible recession. He will blame that on the war launched by Russia. They take responsibility for nothing. They drive up the price of gasoline, which is what they want to do. They blame Putin. They create shortages. They blame Putin. There's going to be food shortages. They blame Putin. Look how powerful Putin is. I've never seen anything like this before. He can reach into the American economic system and utterly destroy it. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? Let me ask you a question. When Ronald Reagan took down the Soviet Union, did we have supply chain issues? Did we have food shortages? Did we have inflation? Did the price of food go through the roof? The price of gasoline go through the roof? No, why? Because Reagan embraced free market capitalism. The spigots were open, the production lines were open, Taxes were slashed. Regulations were slashed. Same thing under Trump. Slashed. You can't choke your own economy. You can't choke the golden goose and expect the golden goose to lay golden eggs while at the same time you're imposing sanctions on Russia. Inflation. Redistribution of wealth. Massive regulation. All of these things. 
suffocating economy. And as I sit here today, the Securities and Exchange Commission, I pointed this out the other day, but this is bad stuff, is violating its statutory authority, violating its statutory authority to impose climate change requirements, reporting requirements on every publicly held business in America. Every single publicly held business in America. As I speak, they're outside lawyers, they're inside lawyers, they're auditors, their treasurers, their financial people are all trying to figure out how to comply with this proposed rule that will be imposed on the American economic system. Not with a single vote of Congress, not with a single election. The Securities and Exchange Commission is now the plaything of the degrowth Marxist movement. That's how you kill an economic system. That's how you kill business. The Democrat Party and Biden need to take 100% of the responsibility for this. Their war on energy independence and fossil fuels, the war on agriculture, the war on the currency, the war on the private sector, it has consequences, ladies and gentlemen. Russia only wishes it could do to our economy what Joe Biden and the Democrats have done to our economy. China only wishes it could do to our economy what Biden and the Democrats have done to our economy. The Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran only wishes it could do to our economy what Biden and the Democrats have done to our economy. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, I'm here to talk to you about something very serious. Have you felt something changing in our country? That too many people no longer identify themselves as Americans first, but instead group themselves by race, class, or sex? That we're losing the common idea of justice, the melting pot that unites us. I'm talking about citizenship, folks. And if we lose the idea of citizenship, then we don't have a country. But there's something you can do. Get educated and then teach others. And my friends at Hillsdale College can show you the way. Hillsdale's new free course on American citizenship will help you learn about what's happening and why. The course is taught by our friend, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen, who will equip you to help restore our country. You can sign up for free at levinforhillsdale.com. You'll learn about topics like the history of citizenship, the deep state, and even the Great Reset. Please sign up today to take Hillsdale's free course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Tell me, why does Venezuela have food shortages? Why does Cuba have food shortages? Why does China have food shortages? Why do all these communist countries have food shortages? Why do aggressively socialist countries have to rely on us for food? Food shortages. We have never had food shortages. And we've had many wars that we've been involved in. And we've had bigger involvement in bigger wars than this one. We've had all kinds of sanctions placed on all kinds of countries. Why? Why are there going to be and are there food shortages in America? 
because of the dim-witted buffoon in the Oval Office and his Marxist party. And I hate to tell you this, get ready, you're going to have fuel shortages. Regardless of what you pay, there will be fuel shortages. And in the not-too-distant future, we'll have brownouts and blackouts like California. You can't overwhelm the electrical grid. You're going to add 10 million cars to it? Where's the gasoline? Excuse me, where's the electricity going to come from? These politicians will be long gone. They'll blame the utilities. They'll blame the oil companies. Most of all, they'll blame the American people for being profligate. That's how it works. These Marxists never take responsibility for what they do. They're creating the food shortages. They've created inflation. They're driving up the price of fuel. They're going to create gas shortages. They're going to create brownouts and blackouts. When you're at war with capitalism like they are, that's what you get. Ask the Venezuelans who've escaped. Ask the Cubans who've escaped. Ask the Chinese who've escaped these societies. Nothing to do with Russia or Ukraine. Nothing. Food shortages. And I'm embarrassed by all the analysts and commutators who follow the Biden line because they, they oppose supporting the, Ukraine, the Ukrainian people as they try and survive the attack by Russia's military machine, such as it is. On the one hand, they say a week or two ago, Biden's sanctions aren't that big a deal. Now, all of a sudden, the whole world is suffering. The world is going to face a recession because of Joe Biden and the Democrats. When we create economic dislocation, it resonates throughout the world. When we ruin our agriculture markets, it resonates throughout the world. When we ruin our energy markets, it resonates throughout the world. We produce enough food to feed ourselves. That's a fact. Just the other week or a month, Joe Biden was attacking big meat. Remember that? It's attacking big meat before Russia invaded Ukraine. Now it's big wheat. It's big oil. No, it's his big mouth. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You will notice. There's not as much reporting on what's going on in Kiev. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? Are the American people growing bored of this? Are the media growing bored? You get a sense 
the extent you watch any of this or listen to the analysts or the commentators that they feel the Ukrainians have turned the tide. Now let's start focusing on something else. The Ukrainians have not turned the tide. Their cities are being pummeled and their people are being slaughtered. They have victories. There's no question. They're heroic. But they need the weapons. And they need the MiGs. And let me make this comment, which should not be provocative, as I've basically said it for weeks. Ukrainians can defeat the Russians and they need to be permitted to defeat the Russians. Excuse me. There are only two ways to do that. That was to take out, and is, Putin. That is, the inner circle or others. Not us, but the inner circle or others. Or to give the Ukrainian army the weapons it needs to take out the Russian military, defeated so badly in certain key areas that it has to relent. We said this, and that Putin would declare a victory by holding on to certain provinces in certain areas. He seems to be leaning in that direction now, but he needs to be pushed in that direction. Now what does it mean if, for all intents and purposes, the Russian army is essentially defeated? It means for another generation, Europe is safe. Safe from Russia. It means that <clears throat> the forces of liberty and freedom and little d democracy, because they really don't believe in republicanism, will be stronger than ever. It means that Xi, another genocidal monster, will see the consequences of what Putin did. And he'll be deterred, perhaps, perhaps, from invading Taiwan. Perhaps. The sooner the Russian army is defeated, the better. Now, I know nobody else is saying this. I'm saying this. The sooner the Russian army is defeated, the better. The better for the United States of America. The better for our troops and our military. And certainly the better for the people of Ukraine and the people in Europe. And perhaps even the people in and and around China. Particularly the Taiwanese off the coast. Even though I still don't trust that regime in China. But in one place it won't matter. That's Iran. Despite what we're doing and saying as applies to NATO and Russia and China, we're doing the opposite with Iran. It is insanity. We're facilitating Iran's development of nuclear weapons that can reach the United States. Certainly, the countries around it, but the United States. We are facilitating that process. Just think about this. We're facilitating the survivability 
of the genocidal terrorist regime, the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran, the survivability where Donald Trump was destroying it. We are facilitating their use of terrorism and terrorist weapons against Israel, against the Arab states, and against us. Two individuals, including the former Secretary of State, Pompeo, has 24-7 protection because our intel has intercepted threats to his life from the Iranians. Even they can reach into this country. So Iran will learn no lessons except that they can pretty much do whatever they want. Now, why is this? Because Biden is a man who is a narcissist, and a narcissist who is an idiot is a dangerous man. And there he is in the Oval Office. Do you think he gives one second's thought to the 9,000 American citizens behind Taliban lines in Afghanistan or the people who died as a result of his botched surrender? Does he seem like he gives one second's thought to it? No. This guy's got ice water in his veins. So does his party, despite their propaganda and rhetoric. Iran is stronger than it was when Trump left office. It is better armed than it was when Trump left office. Its economy is stronger than when Trump left office. Its military is stronger than when Trump left office. And now it's going to get nukes. Trump vowed they would not. Netanyahu vowed they would not, which means they both agreed, obviously, to take military action to prevent it. Biden won't. Their phony Prime Minister Bennett won't. And now you can talk about what your children and grandchildren and generations yet born are going to face. A terrorist regime with nuclear weapons. So when it's all said and done, Russia may have suffered a broken nose. China may have second thoughts about Taiwan. I'm not saying it does, by the way. I said it may. And Iran will be emboldened. And Iran will be involved. Meanwhile, we're going to be a poor nation. Not because of Russia and our sanctions against Russia. But because of Biden and the Democrats. Who are at war with our economic system. And always have been. As I said, Venezuela's dirt poor. Cuba's dirt poor. Other countries are dirt poor that embrace the same Economic ideology as Biden and his party. As Bernie Sanders and his party. As Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and their party. Biden in Brussels today. Let me just say this as a side point, but an important point too. You know, we laugh, everybody laughs when Biden misspeaks, when he gets things wrong and so forth. When you're president of the United States and you can't effectively communicate, your thoughts are so garbled and your speech is so garbled. 
You can create a whole lot of pain and suffering when you say things improperly or incorrectly. Things you don't really mean to say, but you say them anyway. And he does this a lot. And so his staff has to correct their boss. Because their boss is not mentally fit to be president. Frankly, he's never been mentally fit by temperament, judgment, or character to be president, let alone a senator from Delaware. Biden in Brussels today, he doubles down on his war on fossil fuels, except, of course, if you can get oil from Venezuela and Saudi Arabia. Then it's okay, apparently. Can somebody explain that to me, by the way? Nobody can. Cut six, go. This crisis also presents an opportunity. It's a catalyst, a catalyst that will drive the investments we need to double down on our clean energy goals and accelerate progress toward our net zero emissions future. That's okay, what the second... Let me, let, me, let me explain something. Net zero emissions are not in our near-term, mid-term, even long-term future. Net zero emissions. And why should they be? Why should we have net zero emissions? 10% emissions. What's wrong with that? 50% emissions. What's wrong with that? Well, pollution, Mark. Pollution, Mark? If this society stops being a productive society, people will die. And it won't be because of pollution. Will be the lack of new medicines, new therapies, the lack of new technologies. People won't be fed. This is a degrowth movement. That's what it is. A degrowth movement. These people do not believe in science. If they believed in science, they'd be able to define a woman. If they believed in science, they'd be able to define a baby in the womb. It's politics first. If they believed in science, they'd know. That these mandates and these masks were a disaster. We have study after study now that have told us this. They don't believe in science. They don't believe in knowledge. They don't believe in facts. They have an ideology. And they're not going to allow knowledge to get in the way of it. This man talks about it's time for a new energy system. He can't even explain the old energy system. Accelerate progress to our net zero emissions future. There is no net zero emissions future. China's not going to participate in it. In fact, almost no country, well, maybe Canada, but nobody cares. What does Canada produce? No offense up there. I know you're listening. Nothing in a significant way that's going to affect the planet's atmosphere. The biggest polluter on the face of the earth is China. Second biggest polluter on the face of the earth is India. They got a lot of people, and they don't have any plans to change a damn thing. So the way it works for the Democrats and Biden and their radical kook Marxists, the degrowthers, you need to be poorer. You need to pay more money. You need to be inconvenienced. You need to be on public transportation. You have to eliminate your single-family home. Then maybe, maybe we'll have a shot at net zero emissions, they argue. 
And who are they? What do they know? They don't know anything. What does Biden know about anything? He doesn't know the time of day. He doesn't know lunch from dinner. He doesn't know his wife from his sister. How does he know this stuff? Who's advising him? Nobody. It's ideologically driven. It's not rationally driven. But don't worry, Janet Yellen is there. Yellen, perfect. The Treasury Secretary, who screwed up our economy along with the rest of them. Cut seven, go. Energy is the big topic. And I want to understand from you how you reconcile the administration's climate goals right now with what clearly is a shift in posture around energy and fossil fuels. Well, the climate goals are very important and there's no change in that. If anything, seeing what's happening because of our dependence on global markets for oil and to some extent natural gas just emphasizes... Well, we weren't dependent on global markets for oil and natural gas. We were energy independent. We were a net seller of oil and gas. Which proves the point, the opposite point. Which is you've destroyed that. Now we're relying on the same countries we were relying on before Donald Trump was president of the United States. Now we got to beg Venezuela and Saudi Arabia. You see the idiocy of their position, ladies and gentlemen, I take it. And nothing, nothing can explain why they're pressuring other countries to produce more while they're attacking our own industries, our own businesses, our own employees. Nothing. You want more of this? Then vote Democrat. You believe in economic suicide? Then vote Democrat. It's hard enough dealing with the Republicans, but the Democrats, they're there. They're out on the ledge, and they're trying to drag all the rest of us with them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. All right. One more thing on Biden. Something he said today during his rambling press conference. He's taking shots at Trump. I don't ever remember a president doing this sort of thing overseas, really. This is yesterday, actually. It is press conference, but we see it today because yesterday is today, depending on where you are. Cut two, go. And you're going to see when you're there, and some you've been there. You're going to see, you're going to see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of front of a damn tank, just, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. They're incredible. 
He's saying this to the 82nd Airborne. You're going to see when you're there. This is what I'm talking about. There is no way this man should be president of the United States. And it is amazing the cover-up job the media do for this guy. No front-page story about how he's incapable of being president of the United States. No, they're busy attacking Ginny Thomas and the leaked texts as the Democrats and the Trumpers on the January 6th committee and these other groups work with the media. Oh, look at this news. Look at what this text says. When's the last time you read a text from Nancy Pelosi? Never. When's the last time you read a text from any host at MSNBC or CNN? Never. When's the last time you read a text from any reporter at the New York Times or the Washington Post or NBC or CBS? Never. Apparently NBC did a real hit job on Ginny Thomas. They lied. They were told that their information was false and they went with it anyway. They're owned by Comcast, just so you know. Because they're sleazeballs. They're our Pravda. They're our Pravda. Who is uh, Justice Breyer's wife? Does anybody know? No. Well, why don't you know? How about any of the wives of any of the male justices who were Democrats in the recent past? You know their names? No, of course you know. Were they active in any kind of... Well, you don't know. You don't know their names. You don't know what they were active in. Ginny Thomas is attacked because she's a conservative activist. She's an independent woman, and she's not allowed to be. She should just go around saying that she doesn't know how to define a woman. Maybe she'll be eligible to serve with her husband on the Supreme Court. But Chuck Todd's wife is a Democrat activist. This clowns on TV day in and day out for MSLSD and NBP, I mean C. Nobody goes after his wife. I certainly mention her, but I don't mean that. I mean, go after her personally. What about her text messages? What about the text messages of Liz Cheney's husband? Who's he? Who's that big dummy? We don't even know his name. Or Kingsinger, is he married? He's a head case. I can't imagine. What about his text messages? What about his taxes? Can we have his tax returns? This could get fun, you know. Be right back. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does, and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Cost of freedom is high, but this phone call is not. Call Mark Levin toll-free at 877 381 
the sleaziest of sleazeballs in the media. Can you imagine if their text messages were made available, not just to the press, but among each other? Can you imagine, Mr. Beducer, the morning schmo and Mr. Schmo, if their texts had been released over the past eight to ten years? What would they say, do you think? What do you think, Joe, Mr. Tough Guy? What do you think they'd say? Wow. And what do you think these text messages would say among the reporters? They'd be exposed for the frauds that they are, wouldn't they? You know, and I wrote this book on freedom of the press some time ago. Way back when, at the beginning of this republic, the press was very, very brutal. Very brutal. Didn't always print the facts either. But they openly identified with one political party or another, one political movement or another, one political viewpoint or another. Our media pretend that they're impartial and they're objective. It is the big lie. And their abuse of the First Amendment knows no bounds. They're immunized by a radical left Supreme Court. Said they can pretty much write anything they want. And then we have members of Congress, the sleaziest of the sleazeballs. And many of the sleaziest of the sleazeballs serve on the January 6th committee. Ah, we'd love to see the text between Liz Cheney and her, her new girlfriend, Nancy Pelosi, or Adam Kingsinger and his psychiatrist, and, and Adam Schiff writing himself, patting himself. And we'd love to see these texts. You'd see the conspiracies, the collusion, the sleaziness, but they're protected. Meanwhile, they leak information from other people. They go behind the backs of their targets to telephone companies, to computer companies to gain access to information without a legitimate subpoena so they can't be challenged. They've hired a special journalist to write the report to make it very dramatic because they're not about figuring out how to protect the Capitol building. That's easy. Call the National Guard, you ring the building, and that's what you do. But that might draw in Nancy Pelosi. Eva Pelosi. So Joe Scarborough is on the morning schmo this morning. I don't watch it. Apparently the generals in North Korea find it a fascinating show, among others. And he's very concerned about Ginny Thomas's text messages because she suggests that everything should be done legally, of course. Doesn't suggest violence, overthrowing the government, overturning the election. The issue about what electors to count and not to count is not about overturning the election. It's a constitutional question. But what do I know? I didn't go to journalism school. I'm not a former congressman. Here he is. Cut 13. Go. Spending a, a good deal of my adult life in the conservative community in Washington, D.C. Uh, chasing, this, uh, didn't he spend a good deal of his adult life chasing birthing people, Mr. Producer? I don't know that. That's what I hear. I don't know that to be true. So I would never say that. Go ahead. 
One of the most disturbing things I've read, yes. I can't yes. believe I'm saying this, through the entire Trump presidency and what we found out after the Trump presidency for three reasons. First of all, uh, And he's talking about Jenny Thomas's text messages. He's very, he's very, he's triggered. He's triggered by this. He's, he's gone full woke. He's really just, just appalled by this. He's not appalled by Swalwell sleeping with the enemy. He's not appalled by Schiff. Uh, changing evidence, not appalled by that. He's not appalled by Democrat lawyers violating the Constitution. That doesn't. He's not appalled by wide open borders. He's not appalled. No, no, no. Ginny Thomas's text messages finally push this drama queen. I mean, drama king over the edge. Go ahead do their own work they can do whatever they 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 want to do uh clarence thomas does not tell his wife what to do and vice versa we can make that assumption but jenny thomas on her own on her own has has been a a pillar of washington dc's conservative community she's revered she's celebrated by the way i think that's true but how does he know I mean, I, he's now a pillar of the of the down and out. Go ahead. The the who's who of Washington D.C. looks upon this woman as a leader of the conservative movement. It tells you how deeply corrupted and intellectually flawed that movement became through the Trump years. Jenny Thomas, I must say on a personal note, when I knew her serving in the House of Representatives, she was always an apologist. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. It's really quite remarkable, don't you think? I was in the conservative movement. I didn't know Joe Scarborough. I didn't know he was part of the conservative movement. He was a repute, a rhino. What was he there, six years? Made no difference whatsoever. No difference whatsoever. He tried to be a radio host, he and his would-be missus. Mrs. Morning Schmo. Can we see those texts back then? No, of course not. They failed. Joe desperately wanted to go to Fox. They wanted nothing to do with him. So he winds up on MSLSD on a morning show. MSLSD really doesn't care what kind of ratings it gets. It is bolstered. It is held up. It is funded by Comcast, which is swimming in billions. Much like CNN is held up by AT&T swimming in tens of billions. Doesn't matter if they get ratings or turn a profit. None of it matters. They surrendered their legitimacy, their professionalism a long time ago. The fact that they would hire Joe Scarborough destroyed their credibility a long time ago. Why does he care about Ginny Thomas's texts? Why does he care? Because it's the in thing to do. How come Scarborough wasn't so concerned about what happened in 2016 and the years that followed? How come he didn't demand anybody's texts back then, like Pelosi's? Because he's a sellout, he's a fraud. He's a low IQ circus clown. That's what he is. 
But he's got that red bulbous nose to go with it. He does a grand job. He and the missus reporting from Jupiter, Florida. I'm not opposed to living in Florida. I told you I moved here. But they sit there with phony graphics of, like, the Supreme Court and the Capitol building behind their rather substantial heads. It's not hard to fool that audience, is it, Joe? But Joe's now all in. He's got no problem with the direction of the country. He thinks it's great that the borders are open. He thinks it's great that the Democrats are spending like drunken Marxists. He thinks it's great that they want to pack the court. He thinks it's great that they changed the election laws in violation of the federal constitution. He thinks it's swell. He thinks it's great that cops are under attack and the military is being undermined with critical race theory and lower physical standards. He's all in, baby. He thinks it's great that Joe Biden's destroying women's sports. Or that transgenderism has actually become an ideology. And that employees, not all, but employees at Disney go on strike or complain that preschool kids up till third grade aren't being taught the fulsome information about lobotomies and atomies and different body parts and what you can do with different body parts. As far as Joe's concerned, that's all cool. That's good stuff. Joe's all in with the American Marxist movement. He's all in. Like his wife. Now, Ginny Thomas's text, boy, that, that really floors him. So before I get to the sponsor, Mr. Producer, I have a few questions for Joe Scarborough. Where in the Constitution is it written? Where is it written? That courts can change election laws. State Supreme Courts, state courts, federal district courts. Where is it written that boards of supervisors, governors, mayors, or secretaries of state can change election laws? Where is it written that affect the outcome of the electors for president and vice president? Where is that in the Constitution, Joe? It's nowhere, you dumb bastard. Those are some of the legitimate challenges. What about $417 million? This is a fact, Joe. It's a fact. By Zuckerberg that's poured into these various Democrat areas. Grants that are given that are happily accepted. Which basically empowers his operation to run the voting systems in these areas. And to change the rules. You got a problem with that, Joe? All done without the knowledge of the American people. Does that bug you, pal, or not? We can go on, but why should I? We know what you are. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does, and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. 
Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. See, everybody has to join along here, ladies and gentlemen. USA Today claims there's no simple answer to what defines a woman following Jackson Blackburn Exchange. Joseph Wilson, good reporter over there at Fox News. So now we all have to play along, you see. I'm not sure what it means to be a woman. It's not a simple answer. I would think women would be rising up in disgust about this. You're a woman, you're minding your own business, maybe you've raised a family, you're raising a family, you have kids, you have grandkids, maybe you're a single woman, you've worked your way into a career, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. For decades, fighting for women's rights. I don't mean abortion rights, I mean women's rights. Be treated with respect. Whatever choice a woman makes. And now they're demeaning you all together. The idea that we cannot define a woman. Notice they don't say you cannot define a man. I'm quite serious about this. But you cannot define a woman. Because most of the transitioning that takes place is not, most of it, woman to man. Unless, of course, you're Cher's daughter who became a son. But the vast majority, as best as I can tell, involves men becoming, can I say the word penisless, Mr. Producer? Is that a word? Maybe I'll coin it. That's why I don't go on Twitter or Facebook. We're canceling him! Excuse me, I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. But I'm quite serious about this. What happened to Helen Redding and her song, Woman Hear Me Strong? Do we, can we find that song, Mr. Reducer? First of all, we'd have to change the lyrics to Birthing Person, Hear Me Strong. And then since we have a fantastically qualified nominee to the Supreme Court who cannot define woman, why do we even have songs about women anymore? So you women, you've been read out of society. The radical Marxist left says you don't exist. And the way they're trying to bridge this politically, the Democrats, is we're for the Violence Against Women Act. Wait a minute, you said there are no women. Well, you know what we mean. I'm going to nominate the first African-American woman, but she can't even define what a woman is, so it doesn't matter. I am very serious, ladies and gentlemen. We're on a slippery slope. You women are being read out of existence. You're being read out of sports. This has massive ramifications for women, for family, for girls. Massive ramifications. I'll be right back. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. 
Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com slash Levin, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That's Helix Partner 20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Folks, don't forget a fantastic Life, Liberty, and Levin on this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're watching other things, March Madness, I don't pretend it doesn't exist, or doing something else, please DVR it. You're going to want to watch it. Two of the smartest people, two great historians, uh, Newt Gingrich and Victor Davis Hanson with me. So it'll be a fantastic program. Please join us, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. I'll keep doing this as long as you want me to, as long as you watch. You get tired of it, you don't watch, I'll do other things, I promise. But as long as you like it, I'll do it. And uh, again, if you can't watch it live, you can go ahead and set your DVR to record it this Sunday and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I would encourage you to do that. Just as I predicted... We actually have people regurgitating Joe Biden's line that the sanctions against Russia are what's creating or will create food shortages. That's not what has created or will create shortages of any kind. We've had freighters sitting out at the West Coast for months, at a time, not at a time, but months, backed up for months. We've had empty shelves for months. We were talking about it for months. Food prices skyrocketing. We've talked about that for months. You go into a drive-thru long before Putin committed his atrocities in Ukraine. Food shortages. Meat shortages. That's why Biden was attacking big meat before that big oil. And now it's big wheat. Agriculturally, we've been a self-sufficient country. But when you destroy our fossil fuel system, what are tractors supposed to run on? I'm, I'm quite serious. Electricity? So what is it? You're going to keep running your tractor back to the barn and keep plugging it in and plugging it in and plugging it in over and over and over again? Mr. Badu, is that it? We have fertilizer shortages and the price of fertilizers through the roof. Why? Because it involves oil. Oil. The cost of oil, inflation, supply chain, gas prices, all skyrocketing before Putin's war machine invaded Ukraine. And yet we have the Putin wing of the Republican Party, the Putin wing of the media, the Putin wing of the Democrat Party saying there's going to be shortages because we have to deal with Putin and the sanctions. 
The Russian economy is not big enough to do this. Even their agricultural economy is not big enough to do this. Maybe to Europe, but not to the United States. We have been self-sufficient in energy. Biden destroyed that. Self-sufficient in agriculture, clearly wheat and corn. As I said at the beginning of the program, we have so much of this stuff, corn in particular, that we use it in gasoline. We even use wheat in gasoline. We've been an exporter of corn and wheat, among other things. We are a nation that can feed itself, and we have shortages. This isn't the first war we've been in. This isn't the first sanction scheme we've imposed on other countries. But you can't attack your economy. You can't attack it, your markets, the value of your currency. You can't create wildly loose inflation, economic confusion, and dislocation with our markets. And then expect things to be as they were, to expect prices to be as they were, to expect shelves with goods in them to be as they were. I was talking about certain Christmas gifts going missing in December. We were talking about a lack of turkeys in November. So this has nothing to do with sanctions. So when the Putin wing uses sanctions, as I told you they would, that they would exploit this, they're misleading you. They're dishonest. It's Biden's policies. Anti-growth, anti-market, anti-American business, anti-American worker, anti-American consumer, anti-trucker. Those policies are what's going to be creating shortages. The responsibility must be placed at his feet. Even if his feet are in his mouth. Let's take some calls here. Let's go to Jonathan. Hammond, Louisiana, XM Satellite. Jonathan, how are you? Lower the radio, please. All right, let's move on. Let us go to Mark. Bluebell, Pennsylvania. I know it well. The suburbs of Philadelphia. The great WPHT. How are you, Mark? It's going to be one of those nights. Mark, are you there? All right, I'm going to abandon the calls for now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Markets work. Whether it's food markets. Whether it is oil markets. Markets work. Government does not. Here's a market working right here. This is a big deal. From Yahoo Finance. Regurgitating what Bloomberg has. China sees unprecedented capital outflows since war, IIF says. China has seen investors pull money out of the country on an unprecedented scale since Russia invaded Ukraine in late February, marking a, quote, very unusual shift in global capital flows and emerging markets, according to the Institute of International Finance. Wow, this is a good thing, no? Outflows from China on the scale and intensity we are seeing are unprecedented, especially since we are not seeing similar outflows from the rest of the emerging markets. IIF Chief Economist Robin Brooks and his colleagues wrote, the timing of outflows, 
In other words, people pulling their money out of China, which built after Russia's invasion of Ukraine suggests foreign investors may be looking at China in a new light, though it is premature to draw any definitive conclusions in this regard. Official data show that foreign investors reduced their holdings of Chinese government bonds by the most on record in February, in part as the Russia-Ukraine war spurred redemptions among global fixed-income investors. Sanctions have frozen the Russian central bank's foreign reserves held in euros and dollars, leading to speculation that Moscow may sell its holding of Chinese assets to raise funds. The Chinese stock market also tumbled earlier this month as overseas investors retreated, partly on concern that the U.S. and European Union sanctions on Russia may somehow spill over to China. The stock market has recovered since last week as policymakers pledged to support capital markets, and it goes on. There was once a congressman from South Philadelphia. Ozzie Smith was his name. He got caught up in a sting, as did a number of congressmen and a senator from New Jersey. And he infamously said, Mr. Producer, as he was trying to shake down somebody for money and it was caught on a FBI undercover video camera. Money talks and bull s walks. Money talks and bull s walks. And so for these corporatists, many of whom are unpatriotic, these athletic leagues, all of which are unpatriotic, except for the UFC and other MMA outfits, and the rest of them, money walks and BS talks. Once it becomes untenable or potentially untenable to keep their money or put their money in China, they will move it. They're not going to do it for patriotic reasons. Because they're sellouts. They're sellouts. And once China demonstrates what it really is, I've told you before, we have the capacity to break them, to break their financial and banking system. We, we absolutely do. We have, the tr- we have the capacity to destroy their economic system. But stop listening. Stop listening to the propagandists or just people who are wrong when they tell you that these sanctions against Russia are what's causing our food prices to go up and us to have food shortages in the future. It is effectively, we're talking about sanctions, policies, spending, the currency, inflation. This government under the Democrat Party is doing it to you and doing it to ourselves. It predates. It predates war criminal Putin's invasion of Ukraine and his slaughter of innocent people. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Hey. 
Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. By the way, Levinites in West Virginia, when you see Joe Manchin, ask him if he can define what a woman is, since he's going to vote to have someone on the Supreme Court who can't. I have a real live doctor on the air, Dr. Oz, who wants to be the Republican nominee for the Senate in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz, can you define what a woman is? I can. A woman gives birth to children or has the organs needed to do that. That's the biology. We learned that in medical school. Amazingly, today in medical schools, if you say that, you'll get chastised by the woke members of the student body. I've seen it. It is shocking. Isn't it amazing that we have a that that this 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 idiocy has permeated every aspect of this society? I mean. A third grader knows the difference between a man and a woman, does doesn't he or she? I think they do. I would have asked the, 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 the nominee Jackson, who bore you? What do you call her? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gotten so absurd that you can't see what you see. And when I campaign around Pennsylvania, we do these big town halls. Invariably, that's what gets them animated. They don't feel like they can speak. They're watching right in front of them. Crazy things happen, like, you know, with Leah Thomas, this University of Pennsylvania uh, NCAA swimmer, and you get the language control tricks, right? They're transgender, this or that. No, they're biologic male. A biologic male should not be able to beat up on biologic women. We did all this work to help women athletes strive. We've done an immense investment as a society to appreciate the importance of women in sports, and yet we throw it all away because we're not going to acknowledge the reality that biologic men are not going to turn back. You're not going to shrink six inches and lose all the muscle mass and skeletal mm-hmm. form because you take hormones for a year or two. Why won't the NCAA say something? Why won't large corporate America or the University of Pennsylvania, my alma mater, by the way, for med school and Wharton business school, why won't mm-hmm. they say anything? Why do the parents of these poor young female athletes who've lost their opportunity to excel like they could have and been champions, why do their parents have to take the hit to write the letter petitioning that this was wrong? What do you make of the Russian invasion in Ukraine? Do you believe we should be providing armaments and other forms of uh, non-personnel support in Ukraine? I do. Uh, I'm short of us putting American boots on the ground. I believe we should be helping people who want to help themselves. And these brave folks are doing everything they can, but they're not going to be able to hold on if we don't provide them with the basics. And there are many ways of getting it in there. Um, I think we've been helping. Uh, We can do more. By the way, Mm -hmm. before I forget, I met the real power in the living family, your (laughs) mother-in-law. There's a woman. She's got, she's got you tamed. I watched you cower in front of her. <laughs> and never, the great one would never 
never be intimidated, but I watch it with my own two eyes. It's absolutely true. Uh, I don't deny it, that Sylvia is the queen, and uh, that was an event at Mar Largo, and uh, you were very well greeted there by the, uh, by the, the throng of, not thong, throng of, uh, of Republicans, I would say. You were treated like a uh, conquering hero, weren't you? Well, I don't know about a conquering hero, but I, I have many friends in the room. And listen, the values that I'm sharing are, are the ones that conservatives resonate with. I think a lot of Republicans are happy that someone who's coming out of entertainment is stating exactly what they're believed to be the case. And they're, they're, I'm quite certain there are many others in entertainment because I talked to them. And they say, thank goodness you did that, but I can't do anything because I'll be out of business. And I respect that. In entertainment, you're intimidated. But when you have government and media and the, the executive branches of industry all being dishonest, cowardly uh, moves that don't actually speak for the betterment of society, that's what a totalitarian state does. And we have to be thoughtful about the fact that we've made it very difficult for people to stand up and be counted. <laughs> Joe Biden threw you off of a uh, of a health council. Can can you explain what happened there? Initially, by the way, I thought I got this letter on Wednesday email. I thought Joe Biden had just made a mistake and meant to fire Dr. Fauci, and it, uh, <laughs> erroneously thought. You know, yeah, I guess, so I, I'm reading this thing. It's like it's like a threat. I mean, you know, I, by the way, President Trump, God bless him, put me on this council years ago. This is the President's Council for Fitness, Sports, Fitness, and Nutrition. This dates back to the Eisenhower Kennedy years. It was to let people who are seen as leaders nationally help young people find health in their lives. And I have a kids' foundation called Health Corps. We raised about $80 million to do just that, plus the TV show and books. I've written a lot of things to help kids. So we, we, I'm on the council, minding my own business. And then all of a sudden, uh, President Trump reappointed me in, in uh, December. All of a sudden, a year and a half later, I get this terse note saying, if I don't resign in six hours, that they're going to fire me. So, you know, I talked to President Trump. You know, he, he knows a thing about, too, about firing people. So he thought it was preposterous. Yeah. There is no legal reason why I, I should be fired. They invoked the Hatch Act. But the Hatch Act, first of all, I'm a volunteer. But also a volunteer who's not actually volunteering can do whatever the heck they want to do. And so mm -hmm. there's no reason for this. They literally made it up as they went along. I called Herschel Walker. Um, he, he, he also got fired at the same time as none of the other members. So clearly it's aimed at the two candidates for the Republican nomination and i don't know why the, i mean with, the, with a 40-year high inflation gas prices higher than 15 years a war raging in in uh, ukraine why would he pick that moment to fire me is that what's on his mind really well you know they put star parker in charge of this uh this organization this this also this council that has as part of its responsibility to uh go around the world to note the the uh what happened during the Holocaust and so forth to pr protect uh, locations and monuments and so forth. My wife was on there and they fired her and they fired everybody on there. You're really supposed to let people serve out their terms on all these councils and then you can replace them. They're supposed to be nonpartisan, not even bipartisan. But Biden has politicized every single one of them, including yours. It's really quite outrageous. All right, I want to ask you a few more questions. As you campaign across Pennsylvania... Pennsylvania is a very diverse state, as you know. You've got Philadelphia in the suburbs. You've got the western side. You've got more rural areas in between and northeast and, uh, and south. I mean, uh, northeast, northwest, southwest. What are the two or three biggest issues? We have a minute left. Number one, energy, uh, gas prices by far. 
It's driving up a true inflation rate much higher than it's being shared. The people in Pennsylvania know. They know in their heart they could help America. They're not being allowed to because we don't have clear messaging from Washington about the, the national security benefits of being energy independent, frankly, energy dominant. And people are angry, angry, angry. They're not allowed to pump gas, uh, natural gas out of the ground. And here I'll give you a stat that's important. If we could pump our natural gas out of the ground and use it to help our allies overseas that, that have coal, we would be the same as electrifying every vehicle in America and putting a solar panel on every roof. Yet we don't do it. Nope. All right, Dr. Oz. Thank you very, very much. We appreciate it. We wish you well, sir. And I shall return. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government's share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. It's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. So don't forget, West Virginians, our friends in West Virginia, state I like a lot, by the way, travel there incognito all the time. My late great brother-in-law had a wonderful farm there, and he's actually buried there. And we miss him greatly, passed away in October. Uh, When you see Joe Manchin, just ask him, can you please define a woman? That's a way of explaining to him that it's outrageous that he's voting to confirm Ketanji Jackson to the Supreme Court. It's appalling. In my humble opinion. Also, don't forget Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Newt Gingrich, Victor Davis Hanson. It'll be, certainly be the smartest show on TV. Uh, you can, of course, DVR it, as you might want to DVR all the Sunday shows at 8 p.m. Eastern Time uh, that I do. But it's also fun to watch it live, I think. So I hope you'll do that as well. Um, appreciate that. Let's see if there's anything else while I'm going down my mental list. No! Let's take some more calls. Let's go to James, Las Vegas, the great KDWNK Don. How are you, James? Denali, long time no talk. Thank you are you. the Michael Jack Schmidt of constitutional conservatism. You're the cleanup hitter. Well, I haven't called you. you in a while. Um, Noah's, Noah, who called you quite a while ago. By the way, Michael Jack BYU. Schmidt, so people know, was the great Hall of Fame third baseman for the Phillies. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Nope, greatest third baseman of all time. Rush would say I, George Brett, but I know. I know. I was about to say, K 
Kansas City, they'll say George Brett. And by the way, George Brett and Mike Schmidt are buddies. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah. And the people in Baltimore will say Brooks Robinson. But, uh, well, Brooks anyway. was probably the greatest defense third baseman. But all around, it's those two. No question in my mind. Anyway, go right ahead. No, it is. Hey, well, Noah, hey, Noah your good buddy, he, uh, he served his mission in South Korea, and he's at BYU right now. I'm sure he's listening. So he's still one of your biggest young conservatives. Hey, Noah. Fans. Thank you. Yeah, and he's born the same day, different year, as your oldest, as Lauren. So oh, he was really? born on March 22nd as well. So Fantastic. Anyway, I just wanted to mention, Richie got me on the phone, so he was great and getting me on yeah. with you. Um, yeah. 108 years ago, a man was born. He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1970. His name was Norman Borlaug. He was a University of Minnesota Ph.D. in uh, agronomics. And he's the one that increased wheat yields in the world two to three times. He, he helped Mexico, Sub-Saharan Africa, India, Bangladesh, Pakistan from famine. And he increased food yields with wheat so much that Mexico was a net exporter by 1963. Wow. And in India and Bangladesh and Pakistan, they were able to feed their populations so that agricultural economists estimated that his discoveries and creations saved over a billion lives. Wow. He's one of the most unknown, forgotten people in world mm-hmm. history. He's one of the greatest benefactors on the entire planet. It's unknown and by me. Wanted... Right. That, that, he was that's born, fantastic. He was born again. He was born this day, March 25th in 1914. His name's Norman Borlam, and he's the 1970 mm-hmm. Nobel Peace Prize winner for, for saving all those lives with different gene splicing for wheat yields. And uh, because of that, all that wheat... You know, up, up in our country, up in the northwest, up in Washington, Utah, Oregon, it goes down the, the, Cask, uh, the Cascades and in through the Columbia River out to the Pacific Ocean. It would be going to China, all those barges full of millions of metric tons of wheat. And we've always had wheat surpluses. When you go up to the Palouse region up in Washington State, there's granaries that are chock full. It's like Joseph of Egypt with Pharaoh in, in the book of Genesis. I mean... They have so much wheat that they don't know what to do with it. So I, I mean, that shows you that what a Democrat can do when they're put in a chief executive position, how they can make a country that's a net exporter of millions of metric tons of wheat a deficit. It's unbelievable. Exporters of wheat, exporters of corn, exporters of fuel. Now, we have to rely on, on uh, these, these uh, regimes for fuel, according to uh, Biden, because he won't open the spigots. Now we're going to have food shortages. I mean, this is a disgusting mishandling based on ideology of our economic system in this country. We don't ask a lot from our government. As a matter of fact, we want them to get out of our face. And yet, you'll notice, James, they want to control more. Imagine if they controlled all of our health care. We'd have more people dying. I mean, look at the disaster that was uh, uh, Fauci and what he did. Imagine he's in charge of all cancer and uh, and all the rest of it. I mean, this is, it, it, it should be a message to the American people. I hope it is a message to the American people. James, thank you, my friend. Call more often. We really appreciate you. We're doing great on K-Don in Las Vegas. I happen to love Las Vegas. The restaurants are unbelievable. The casinos are unbelievable. The entertainment's unbelievable. Really, I'm not kidding. Every time we go there, we have a good time. And not only that, if you go to the outskirts... Uh, they have these shooting ranges where you can actually shoot a 50 caliber, Mr. Producer. A lot of states, you can't do that. 
It's not cheap. You ever seen a 50 caliber bullet? They are big. They are kick-ass. All right, uh, Eileen, Cortland, New York, the great WABC. How are you? I'm great, Mark. How are you? Very well, thank you. Such a such an honor to speak to you. I did get to meet you and get a signed copy of your book um, on freedom of the press, and I met your beautiful wife, thank and you. Uh, that was just a wonderful time. Everybody says I'm bigger than they thought. Was I bigger, taller than you thought? Well, you were you were sitting, so oh. I couldn't tell. Yes, <laughs> but well, you do is, look taller true. in in pictures. Yes. Yes. Occasionally, the, the few I've seen. <laughs> well, thank you. I think. But, well, thank you. Um, yes. But I'm calling um, because I've been infuriated, um, and I've been listening to you since about 2005. Mm. And just about this this whole women's thing, uh, just defining a woman, and mm-hmm. and it's outrageous. And, mm-hmm. and you said before, women should be rising up, and I'm rising up. Everyone I speak to, and I, and I, I speak my mind. And Good. I'm a devout Catholic, and mm-hmm. my father, um, you know, was a, a councilman um, back in the 70s, but he wiped out our little town of Oakland, New Jersey. He ran independent to the right of the Republicans and would win by a landslide. Now, I'm in my 50s. And mm-hmm. I have been this way my entire life. So I, I can't understand, except for the fact that it's in some ways demonic, in my well, view. Let, let me just say this. Women across the country really do need to rise up, particularly parents of, uh, of women athletes or girl athletes, uh, whether they're in public schools or colleges or universities, which all pretty much all, but not all, but pretty much all have a connection to public dollars. Hillsdale doesn't, one of the few. Uh, But seriously, people should be very, very on top of this because this movement is literally destroying the distinction between men and women. It's destroying the whole idea of uh, of family. It's destroying science. It's destroying athletics. It's destroying people's psyche. This is a vile movement that has been embraced by a Supreme Court nominee, by a president and his party, and it should be fought and opposed. Eileen, I hate to do this. I've got to run. But please call again. I I very much appreciate it. Here's the trick to calling in, folks. As soon as I come on the air, call in. But I don't know what the topic is. If I'm not touching a topic that interests you, then hang up. But that's the trick, isn't it, Mr. Uh, Call Screener? That's the trick. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? 
Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. The Austin Independent School District is celebrating Pride Week, and in part, fifth graders engaged in a vision board activity for school policies. Some of the options were, and I quote, remove the Pledge of Allegiance, homo-Marxism, gender-neutral bathrooms, and LGBTQ sex ed. What happened to I, Mr. Producer? That's not all-inclusive. LGBTQ sex ed. These people are after your kids, ladies and gentlemen. Those are fifth graders. Those are fifth graders. That is why Florida passed the law that it passed. So I have to assume the chief executive officer of Disney. Entertainment for families. And those employees of Disney that apparently seek to destroy it. Pushing the same agenda would agree with that for fifth graders. Now, how old are you in fifth grade, Mr. Biddy? What, what are you, uh, 10 years old? 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. And don't ask a pregnant woman anymore if she's expecting a baby girl or baby boy, unless, of course, she's a biologist. Then she'll know. This is the insanity, whether it's economics, science, human life, the body, spending, the border. This is the insanity of the American Marxist movement and the Democrat Party, which is now one and the same. This is the insanity of the corrupt media, which is also one and the same. Absolutely. Let us take a caller here. Let us go to Lynette, Spokane, Washington. Lynette, how are you? Hey, Mark, good Chavez. Oh, thank you. With. Thank you. Same to you in the hey, world. Hey, hey I, um, I, I've been pondering this over the last few weeks. Actually, it's been going on for months now. And that I, I watch a lot of uh, conservative TV hosts. You have 30 seconds. I apologize. Go ahead. It's time, it's time for the media, the conservative media, to start calling out Biden for what he is and stop focusing on his ineptitude and how much of an imbecile he is because that's taken the focus off the real agenda that his handlers and his puppet masters are pushing in this country. Go right ahead. The media to start calling it out. It's their agenda. This is on purpose. So he's corrupt. He's bought off. He's paid off. You know, there's a lot to that. And it says here you are a retired they, they Sergeant Major. Out. Is that, Lynette, are you a retired Sergeant Major? I am, I'm retired Sergeant Major, yes. God bless you. Thank you for your service. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an enormous honor to be here with you. You are fantastic human beings, great Americans, red-blooded Americans, no matter what your background is. This song, every Friday, is in your honor. Here we go.
Mayor Levinites, don't forget, please, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, Life, Liberty, and Levin. You can't do better than Newt Gingrich and Victor Davis Hanson for brain power. If you can't watch a live, please set your DVRs. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our trucker friends, and our freedom fighter brothers and sisters in Ukraine. God bless you. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Zelva. Good night, Smokey. Good night, Gigi. Good night, Indy. Good night, Barney. Way too many. Miss you, Barney. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. And good night, America. Good night.